0: Privacy.com. Privacy gives you control over who can charge you and how much. Create virtual payment cards for a one-time purchase or subscriptions directly from your browser. Okay, Set spending limits, pause, unpause, and close cards anytime you want. Use privacy backslash philderu.com to check out more details on that. Mind over matter Put your mind somewhere else and keep going That little voice in your head is trying to stop you from getting to where you want to be Be successful and keep moving forward With your host and world-renowned strength and conditioning coach Phil Rue. It's Aspen Live, how are you today?
1: Pretty darn good (laughs) Just, Just sitting here taking it all in
0: Yeah So. Thank you for coming, by the way. I appreciate you. you. Bring a big crowd too, you know. And you brought Mr. Dean Thomas, by the way. Uh, always a pleasure. Oh,
1: so you came for me, not for you? I mean, no. I think you came for.
2: No, me. I came for you. I got your socks on. I'm but, wearing your socks.
0: Listen. Thank you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a story back in the day, and we'll go. We'll go back further. But I want to get to know you a little bit more. So a lot of my listeners obviously follow the UFC. They watch fighters, but let's go back to the origin story, like how you started. Not just in MMA, just in, in athletics in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got a, you got a pretty interesting story, so let's see Oh
1: boy, all the way back to the beginning, beginning
0: mm-hmm. you of time here. Beginning of time.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. Athletically, I've always done something. I was in ballet for five years when yeah. I was pretty little. Um. After that, we ended up. My family moved to the mountains when I was like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And from there, I got into distance running. I mm-hmm. just enjoyed it. Always liked that uh, the aspect of just moving and doing something. I've, I've always needed to move in some way. Mm-hmm. So did that up until I was about 14. I was really, really shy, introverted. And I really wanted to do something where I learned how to defend myself, really. It wasn't like a, oh, I know what MMA is. I had no idea what it was. Sure. So I just wanted to learn self-defense. I went to a gym, and it ended up being an MMA gym. Mm-hmm. And then within like a week, I realized what that was and what that meant. It's like, all right, I want to fight. So I knew... As soon as I got old enough, I'd want to try this. I love the competition aspect of it. And I I remember watching a chick that had been there for eight months, and she's like, oh, my gosh, she's so good. She's, like, doing all these things. Like, I wonder if I want to be there. So uh, that's kind of how I got started with finding out what MMA was and getting into it. And I just fell in love. I fell in love with the grappling arts of it, the grappling aspect. I was going to
0: ask you, which one did you fall in love with
1: first? Yeah, definitely that. (laughs) So, I probably didn't know how to throw a proper jab until three or four fights into a Miami career. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I had an idea, but mm-hmm. looking back, meh. Nah. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the very basics of how it got started.
0: Are you in the gi now, or are you just doing no gi?
1: I've never done gi. Really? So, I've dropped into a couple classes. So, he would have made you, made you better made get the
0: gi. You see that? Yeah. You got to get the gi privacy.com makes it super easy to manage your financial lives online while keeping your most important information secure. By generating virtual numbers, privacy.com masks your bank account and information so you never have to worry about giving it out to people you do not know. Head to privacy.com/phildaru and sign up for an account. New customers will automatically get $5 to spend on their first purchase. Go to privacy.com/phildaru PHILDARU and sign up now
1: oh I hate it it slows everything so down that's right but but isn't that
2: what you want though like at the end of the day like in any sport endeavor that you are in you want to be able to slow it down so that you can process everything you don't want things to be fast where you can't control it being slow helps you to control it and to learn why things work the way they work
1: it does but at the same time with MMA it's like uh, wrestlers always wear their shoes but if you're a fighter you can't really wear them in the ring it's, you have grips that exist that don't exist otherwise.
2: For sure. But principally, so the physicality of it is different. Mm-hmm. The same as with anything else. Like if you box with boxing gloves, mm-hmm. you wrestle with wrestling shoes. It's, it's different. But the principles of doing jiu-jitsu and being able to apply a technical
0: aspect to a situation is the same. <laughs> That's why we do it. We're, we're, we're kind of... It's, it's funny because you guys are Almost debating on the same thing in a sense, you're just trying to get better, right? Yeah. So, with, at the end of the day, you're talking more specific, he's talking more general, but you're able to mold that together. And it's the same thing what I do with the strength and conditioning like, we're not just only going to do things that are specific to the fight game because we have to build up all these general attributes, right? So, as you get in the gi. You get to slow things down. You get to learn your movements a little bit better. I think it gets your defense a lot better too, as well. Yeah, it does help your defense, like from a physical perspective. And listen, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a geek guy. So I'm not all on your, on his side. But what I will say is that when he did tell me to get in the gear, it did help a lot, you know, but going back with the the ballet and, and you did long distance running. Now, what was your longest run that you've done?
1: I only did up to uh, half marathons. I mean, I've done more since then mm-hmm. just for the fun of it. Like, yeah. all right, let's go see how far we can go. But mm-hmm. that was my distance.
0: Did you feel like that helped you at all in your in your training for MMA? I,
1: don't, I think having any kind of background, not necessarily the running, but just the very beginnings of the ballet, the structure. Sure. I don't care what it is. I think kids need to do some kind of sport growing up. Mm-hmm. It could be whatever. It could be some kind of ball. It could be ballet. It could be gymnastics. It mm-hmm. just teaches you show up, work hard, be yep. on time. So I think any kind of background is beneficial, too, when you eventually get an MMA. Mm-hmm.
0: I do believe, like, having a, a solid background in athlete, just athletics. And for training, sure. You know? I would think ballet would be very... Ballet and gymnastics. Yeah,
2: for sure. You know? I mean, the posture would be different because ballet is probably more linear and lines here, and fighting is more... Yeah, curved. yeah, yeah. But uh, but just the fact that like being able to coordinate your body in sure, those mm-hmm. different ways. I mean, that's yeah. what fighting is, is coordinating your body mm-hmm. to do what you want it to do. To do what you want to, you ask your body to do something and it does it.
0: Yeah. And nothing
2: really exemplifies that
0: like ballet. True, true. Yeah, I think it's a good base for, especially for young kids when it comes to, like gymnastics, ballet, stuff like that, dancing in general, yeah. you know, proprioception. I'm not saying I'm a dancer or anything, but I can move a little bit. Oh, you know, I, I remember, I saw how like, used to watch you, you on. know what I'm saying, you get down at the club, yeah. the club, <laughs> and, yeah. At the clubs, the small yeah, club in Port St. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so now transitioning, like so when did you really make that leap into in like really getting it after it and going to pro ranks and
1: so okay. On, so, so when I started, that was pre-women in the UFC. Like, yeah. there was no options for us. And mm-hmm. it was just something where it's like, okay, I'm going to have a career. And then for fun, I'm going to go over here and fight. Mm-hmm. And as I kept going, I think I was getting towards the end of my amateur career. I was almost 20 at the time. I went pro like two days before my 20th birthday. Okay. But at that time, it was just when Rhonda was coming in. Mm-hmm. And she breached she the UFC. She brought women into it. And for me, it went from, this is going to be something I can do this is my, my hobby, of is my passion, but I gotta, yeah. you know, it went to like, this could be a career. Mm-hmm. So my mindset started changing around that time, and my first few pro fights, everything just kept, it kept getting better, it kept heating so, up, it was like, this could actually be a career path, mm-hmm. and by five fights in with the Invicta, which is where I started, it was my first pro fight, my first five, um, I kind of, I kind of knew. By the time I got signed with the UFC, it was like, this is just, it's incredible. And everything else I had been doing had to go on the back burner because I was burning at both ends, basically. Sure. So, I chose fighting. I chose to put all my uh, attention there. Mm-hmm. And it's worked out well for me so far. Wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Do you ever find, like... I mean, this is... And I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way.
1: I'm already She's like, tired. oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> no, but... Yeah.
2: But, like, as a female, right, as you were just talking about your story, like, that wasn't that long ago. No. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, that wasn't that long ago. Like, me, I've been doing this since 95. I was
1: born in 95. Right. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, I, I've been doing this since 95. Awesome. I know. I know. <laughs> but it's a, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? they <laughs> yeah, are yeah. all great. But, you know, to be in the position you're at <clears throat> in such a short amount of time and not having that much experience, that's a, a big expectation on you. Do you feel the weight Of that expectation Because there's a lot They're asking you To do stuff That they would That they would Ask me to do And I had You know 15 years experience When I was doing it You You have like Four You know what I'm saying And that's I mean it's Do you feel the weight Of that
1: Not I've never looked At it that way So it's like From day one Now I think it's been Like 11 or 12 years So If you look at it Totally No that's not A ton of time But I've never sat there and reflected on It's like, this is so much in this period of time. It's always felt like stepping stones to me one step at a time. So, fought as an amateur, fought in Invicta. Fights kept getting harder in Invicta. Went to the UFC. Fights keep getting harder in the UFC. So, it's always kind of felt like one step at a time regardless to me. I don't know if that makes any sense, but...
2: No, I mean, it does. But I'm just saying, but even still, like, even, like, just getting to the UFC, like, amateur, Invicta, UFC, I mean, that couldn't have been... Uh, that much time in between and then you know but I that's a, and UFC is the the pinnacle of the sport yes. and you're in the pinnacle of the sport and it's a big weight to carry Oops, sorry
1: um let's see I think I've been pro now for I'm almost 27 so almost 7 years but I was taken out for almost 2 years for the knee so 5-ish active years of being a pro mm.
0: yeah that's a big trajectory though starting yeah. from where you're at and like starting from the just a base level of pro and then going into the UFC that's what I know that that leap in every promotion especially now when you look in the mm-hmm. UFC you go out there and you go to a live event it's way different than your local regional mm-hmm. Yeah, fight. Yes. yeah.
1: it's not even in the same realm
0: exactly so like I think you know you had to grow up fast in a sense especially from a, from a pro perspective when you that first fight how did it feel like just stepping in the cage the
1: first UFC one or the first pro one let's go with
0: the first, the first pro one and then we'll go because okay. it's too different Really yeah, different.
1: or even the first amateur one. Um, hmm. Gosh, the first pro one, it was super exciting, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, so it wasn't a new thing at that point, because I'd been fighting, it was like my 10th, my pro, first pro fight was my 10th fight total, yeah. and I'd done all kinds of other, like, jiu-jitsu things, so I was used to competition, but it's definitely different, so Invicta is a very good promotion, it's female only, but it's set up like a mini UFC if you've ever been to one. Mm-hmm. The way they treat you, the way they fly you out, the way you do the media, it's Mm -hmm. all very similar. It's on a much smaller scale, Mm -hmm. but it it has that feel to it. So definitely a grander feel than, obviously, when you're an AMI. Mm -hmm. But it comes down to specifics. It's the same thing. It's what you've been training for. It's what you know how to do. So maybe going into your thing and like, oh, wow, this is a new big thing, but it's not. It's the same thing that you've been doing.
0: Sure. I think think that's kind of like a standard with a lot of the high elite level guys and girls is they're able to take those all those um that high you know stress environment and really hone in and still be able to produce performances that are obviously elite you know so i think those are the ones that really take it to the next level am i right
2: oh yeah for sure and it's not even i mean it's that's a tough to do as well Mm -hmm. and it's not even that these guys can do it every time like if you even just look at this past weekend like with Cyril gone like here's a guy who I was like man this guy's cool he's a cucumber Mm -hmm. he's so composed he never makes a mistake but you saw him break in that fight after he got taken down you saw him break and then in the end in the fifth round where he probably could have just laid on top and may have won the round he he makes a mistake like he was making mistake after mistake Mm -hmm. and those are mistakes that you don't make when you have experience Mm -hmm and you learn and you now he got the experience but you learn that through experience yeah. and that's the really the only place you can learn it is to get in the lights mm-hmm. get in front of the people and get that experience I remember when uh, George vidal and Anthony Pettis they did a grappling match mm-hmm. a week before George fought Ben Askren yeah. and I remember telling him I was like I was like, man, this is good that you can get in front of a crowd this close to a fight because like sure. this is what you want. Like you just want experience in yeah. front of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anytime you can gather that experience, it helps you. You can carry that with you. True. Sure.
0: Yeah. We used to do that too. We used to get all all the people into the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Like have these and that's why I got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throwing you know, smokers, smoker throwing fights. smokers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah.
2: but you know, but again, like that wasn't for me. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That was to get experience, like we, every fighter needs experience, okay. and, and the more pressure you can put
0: on them, mm-hmm. the easier it becomes for them to deal with pressure at any level. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean that's a big thing. Like I said, is if you can hone in on every little detail and still be skillful under the lights, it's, it's like that's where you know true champions are born. You
1: know, some people are perfect in style and dial in every single time, yeah. and a lot of us there's certain days where. You're not completely dialed in, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. And that's another thing you learn over time, I think. And the more you compete, the better. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I don't know. Some people feel it. Some people don't. Like, ring rest is definitely a thing for me, especially coming back from this. It's like, it's been a really long time. And it's kind of hard to describe. But the lack of actual, like, you can train all you want. But you need to be able to compete. You need the competition. You need people screaming at you. It's just that is such a necessary component with what you're saying. Like, and it gets harder, like, as you get older and more than sports, you're not doing 500 smokers. Mm. You're getting booked to fight, booked to fight, booked to fight. And then you're being careful in between. So it's like the things that you did as an ami, it's like, I don't care. I'll go here, there, everywhere. The training gets so much more specific. And you'll have those brawls to the death, but it's with, it's just, it's less unknown more, we're going to the specific place, the specific yeah. person, and we're doing this. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to kinda of hard to describe.
0: No, for sure. Like when you make it to the bigger level, like you know exactly when you're gonna fight and, and in, s- in some cases, some cases you don't. But Yeah. You'll For the most problems. part I know a lot of the regional guys are like, man, they don't know if they're gonna fight yeah, yeah. Today <laughs> <or> next week. <laughs> or who their yeah. opponent is, yeah. And it's Short like, notice. Exactly yeah, Fights yeah. might might, you know opponents might back out on the day of the weigh ins. You know? Yeah. But um so what I do want to talk to you about because we all had knee problems. All yeah. All, yeah no, no kidding. That's it. So how? So what did what had happened with the knee? How, how did that how did that go about? So
1: that was in 2020, mm-hmm. and I was okay, I was training for a few. There's a couple fights. Then I was supposed to fight Pena first. I was supposed to fight her in March, mm-hmm. and she ended up pulling out. I trained for a couple of weeks. They rebooked that fight. Pulled out again, and then they booked me a therapy Man. Mm-hmm. And I was preparing for the fight, and it was two weeks until I forget which month, and it was maybe I was supposed to fight at the end of June. We were two weeks out last really hard sparring session, yeah. and I was stopping a takedown. It was against the fence, and my foot got caught, and my body got twisted. So yeah. foot was stuck, body twisted down, and I heard it pop. I saw it go. It was like. Ooh. Yeah,
2: it's always the last one
0: too. It's always the last session. Yeah, yeah. And it's
1: like you know when you're in denial, but you know something really bad just happened. Oh man,
0: that's how it was. Yeah, my was. Yeah, I'm good. It's not that bad. Yeah. No,
1: that was exactly it. And I'm like, my weight was super good. We were like, we were really close to fight. We're leaving next week. It's like, okay, I don't need to do a shit ton cardio. We can, we can make this work. Mm -hmm. So for the next week, I tried to do everything that I could. And I remember um, a boxing session. I was trying to move on it, and it gave. Yeah, buckled on you. It's like. That's uh, really not good. Yeah. So at that point, I had uh, contacted UC. I let them know, like, hey, something's going on. Can I go get a, uh, a shot? Can I get a cortisone shot? Mm-hmm. So they booked him for a cortisone shot, and I went there, and the guy started poking around before he did it. He yeah. was like, nah, I'm not giving you a shot. You're going go to get an MRI. Yeah. And then I got the MRI. He called me the next day. You tore basically everything, MCL, ACL, meniscus, hamstring, sartorius muscle. Oh, that's and
0: crazy. And
1: everything went downhill from there
0: yeah well yeah it it hit a small bump
1: it did Uh, i ended up getting immediately went out to vegas got booked for surgery um did like the prehab which i think everybody should do definitely so and then a month later i think it was like july 10th maybe Mm -hmm. i ended up getting surgery Mm. yeah
0: how how long did it take you to like you feel like i know it's every year is like a full recovery but like how long do you think you were able to like really fully go and, and train
1: Fully. So we started, and I was very—I listened to my PTs, like, religiously from the beginning.
0: Mm. That's good to know, because some yeah. people don't. No. I didn't. I know you but did just, You ever see my legs <laughs> in, like, boiled chicken?
2: Oh. <laughs> 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 the burnt french fries. Yeah, no.
1: No. So, uh, yeah, my physical therapists are very good, and they cared a whole lot. And it was almost like another parent was like, what are you doing? Mm. It's like, all right. But um, I did all that. Probably... I started striking again, maybe, like, six weeks later, but okay. very, very light, yeah. very careful. Pin
0: pads, bag yeah. like that. Yeah,
1: and, like, all, like, the rehab strength conditioning, that was from day one almost. Sure,
0: yeah. That's the best thing, that, I mean, that's the thing that you can do right away. You know, yes. You can control it, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, and it's like, the first part of it. And when, I, when I tore mine, I was like, listen, I'm going to start doing, you know, quad, tightening since I got out of the hospital. I was a little messed up, though, because they gave me some pain meds. So I was a little woozy. But yeah, yeah. But quad sets, you know, trying to get that full range. you know. But for you, there was a lot more that got torn, so you can imagine. Yeah.
1: And it was doing really good for, like, the first maybe six weeks, month. And then we hit some kind of snag. Like, something got irritated, and mm-hmm. it, I have never... It was extreme, it was probably more painful then than when I actually tore it. Really? It swelled up, it kind of looked like a ham. Oh man. It was horrible. That probably sent me back about a month, and swelling eventually went down. Did what I could during the meantime, but I mean, there's ups and downs with it. Sure.
0: Yeah, I, I still get those. Aches and pains, and like I said, what we were talking before, is I like, still get inflammation. Hey, really? Um,
2: because i be seeing you in your videos. You be, I, I
0: play, I play you put a, a car on your back, like, it's a real car. Oh. <laughs> one of them play cars, yeah. Kind of yeah. Yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't got fake plates, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Had to do that, yeah,
2: still I, yeah. You know? But I don't know how you lift like that. I'm like, I can't eat, goddamn.
0: I remember <laughs> I tried to put a barbell on his back one day. Um, and it, it just looked like it, it looked like he was on an earthquake. He was just going down. You, <laughs> you ever see when Bambi was born? his legs were shaking. That's how I,
2: that's how it happens when I lift weights. Yeah. It's crazy. My new baby. Yeah,
0: that's what it was. And you still like that a little? It's, bit. St-
2: it's still like now. It's just more fat around. <laughs> it. That's it.
0: Yeah. So, what are you doing as of now? We got we got a camera crew here, obviously. So, what, what's going on? What, what are we doing with this man? What are we doing today?
1: I think you and I were both as surprised uh, when we got here. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm always
0: surprised. It's okay. I just run with it. Yeah.
1: I feel like I pretty much am. This is uh, Live Trained, which is basically a platform for fighters. We do everything that we've been doing, all the mm. media, all kinds of stuff, except you get paid for it. Mm. And it's really uh, something where you could also connect one-on-one with people. Sure. So you could teach that kind of thing. It's pretty darn cool, and it's an opportunity that I think would have been nice to have like, several years ago for everybody coming up. Yeah. But they're pretty new and uh, getting started, and I'm part of it. That's
0: cool. That's
1: cool. And this guy is very involved. Yeah,
2: what you got going on? I have no idea really what my role is <laughs> within there, but um, but yeah, I'm in, I'm involved with Live training. It just makes it uh very accessible, accessible for fighters and and fans to get together or people to to link up with fighters or. Coaches or whatever To get access to people And just yeah, so uh, do
0: your thing Nice Nice So one last thing What what do you see in the future What do you want For the next What is it 2022 now It is what do you th- I know right I It's know, like we just skipped The last Course. two years Yeah basically So what are you thinking What's, what's, what's ahead for this year
1: I just want to be able To have fun And truly enjoy it Like I'm booked To fire right out And mm-hmm. I am so excited I honestly don't remember The last time I felt like This amped about nice. it And uh Yeah, it's just have a good year, get to fight a few times and really enjoy the moment.
0: Yeah, you need to. It's like one of the major things. Happiness is one of our major goals. This is the reason. Why Isn't I'm that true? Like, but th- but the thing is, like, fighters make it so difficult
2: for mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. They do everything to make everything so difficult, from the weight cut to like the stress of the training. I'm like, sure. dude, just have fun. Yeah. Just I mean, obviously, there's a job that you have to do, but it should be about fun mm-hmm. because when it's over, like that's what you remember are the fun times. Yeah. Not the craziness. Did you think that when you were fighting them? Kind of, yeah. That's
0: good. Yeah, because and, a lot of guys don't.
2: Yeah, don't. well, I've I had my moments. Sure. You know, when I that was the thing is it when I was like on my own doing my own thing. Oh man, I was having fun. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? And I was winning. Yeah. yeah. And then when I got, you know, and then when I got people around me that maybe not have under, didn't understand me that much, and they were like so serious and like, wow, oh, you got to sure. do it this way. Then it wasn't as fun. Mm-hmm. I was losing more and like it was just it was all. but they put a lot of this pressure and it was awful. It became a job. Yeah it became
0: a job and it was awful so I was like man you sh- you know this whole thing should be about fun. Mm-hmm. I think anything man like I'll do this for fun you know what I mean Like, and, and I remember you saying something like I don't do everything for for money. I don't, I don't do anything like, for money. Yeah, I, do everything I was there. just it's trying for to be nice when you said that but when <laughs> you say anything i
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn
0: bro. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no I, but I get them though man like if, if I'm doing something that I truly cannot, like at this point in my life, everything that I do has to have like some level of of enjoyment Mm -hmm. you know and if I don't if I'm not doing that then why am I here why am I actually you know busting my ass to to do these things you know now did you feel like that before because I know a lot
2: of people had these realizations like during the pandemic like when the pandemic hit a lot of things for people were put into perspective like I've for me I've always kind of felt that way but I feel like a lot of people start like during the pandemic they were like mental health and you know having you know more self care Mm
0: -hmm. Um, was that for you as well or was that just recent man i honestly you know me i i didn't really take too much i guess thought into i didn't put too much thought into that i i opened up the gym in the pandemic you know the, the new gym that i'm mm-hmm. at now so it wasn't really that it was just more of like all right we're gonna continue on to keep progressing you know um but i did find a level more so of enjoyment just being i guess older you know yeah, the kids, yeah you yeah. know like and just being like listen man i gotta really just stop Worrying about so many unnecessary things and focus on the true task and what is my purpose. You know, my purpose is in all actuality is to be happy mm-hmm. in doing the things that I love to do while I'm doing it, you know. Especially
2: when you got kids, too. It's like yeah. you, you realize your purpose is to be happy and then also make them happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then you realize, yo, why am I arguing with this dude? Sure. He got nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you stop
0: arguing of, with people. I think that 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 does come with age, yeah. too. Yeah. You know, and, and being wise and just being like, why am I wasting energy right now on just unnecessary things? You know? How do you feel about that?
1: I am somebody where if it doesn't benefit me in some way, like... It, Even training-wise, like, I don't see a benefit to this. Like, if this dude is arguing or being an ass, it's like, Mm. it doesn't benefit me to engage. So, it's like, meh, we'll we'll leave that be. But that's just me. I'm not very confrontational outside of what I do.
0: Mm Do you you notice that with a lot of fighters? They're, like, non confrontational Yeah, for sure. And I think that's why uh, fighters fight.
2: Yeah. Because that's their way of expressing their... Confrontation mm-hmm. is to shut up and then physically do it because verbally they can't do it. Mm-hmm. Verbally, no, no, they don't really, unless you're like Sean Strickland or somebody. Like. <laughs> but like most fighters are like very, you know, kind of quiet and they just, you know, are, you know, very reserved. Sure. But then when the fight happens, they're like,
0: "All right, now I can go ahead and show you what I'm made of." Man, you know what's so funny is like a lot of a lot of guys have like a chip on their shoulder, like mm-hmm. big guys. You know, we used yeah. to go in the gym and mm-hmm. guys were like bodybuilders or like powerlifters and stuff, and they want to like prove to themselves. And then you got this like little kid who's like 135 pounds just choking them out. Yeah, you know, and don't it's- don't care. It's kind of like, "Oh, thanks for uh-huh. you know." I found that like after I started training, I gotten less street fights. Actually, getting no street fights after I started training because like you're like, man, I'm going in here. I'm sparring every day. Like I don't want to get in, yeah. You don't like, want to. You don't. You don't, don't want to after that. Yeah, that. You don't is. want to afterwards.
2: Yeah. yeah. People always think, oh, because you fight, they're like you're just gonna carry over. But like yeah. the reality is, is that you are getting less.
0: Yeah. You're less aggressive in the street. Like you're so, tired. Mm-hmm. Like man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to go out. Yeah. <laughs> Lay my ass down. here. Yeah. yeah. So did you get any street fights?
1: No, this, <laughs> might, this might shock you, but uh, what you're talking about, I think everybody, I, I wish everybody could just be in a gym for some period of time. Yeah. It teaches a lot of humility. Sure. It shows you that you are not the biggest and the baddest, period, no matter what. And I think a lot of people have never experienced a physical humbling in their life. Mm-hmm. And they're just nicer when you do. Like, if you notice people have been in a gym for a long time, there's generally self-confidence, but there's also a more respect for other people. Sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what I find. Fighters in general, at least, not like the, the baby ones just come in and the hotheads. Mm-hmm. They kind of get weeded out. But people have been doing this for a long time in the sport. They're a lot more confident and less assholey.
0: Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you this. How how many brothers do you have
1: now? <laughs> okay, so I have uh, five younger siblings. Wow. Three brothers. Wow. Two and little you siblings. didn't get no street fights that's trying to protect I'm them? That's what I'm saying. That's
0: what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but see, they've You're all the trained, oldest, too. You're I am. Oldest, yeah. But every single one of them has been uh, trained at some point. Cool. Yeah, so when I got into it, I started with my dad and my oldest little brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was the one who stuck with it, but had Trevor continued, he was infinitely more talented than I was. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of the same thing that's repeated itself. I have two brothers. my Well, I got three total, but the two ones that are younger, so we came in pairs. It was me and Trevor, Shayler and Aiden, and then Avery and Abigail. Mm-hmm. All the kids. But uh, Shaler right now is competing and doing very well. Nice. He's he's still a baby fighter. He's only 19. But he's like 6'4". Uh, fights at 205. Can walk at like 240. Wow. But he's four and zero, and he's doing fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nice. But it's just we gotta cut. when you're doing so well, so young, and like you don't have your strength and you won't for a long time. It's it's an interesting place to be. But he's got infinite potential, yeah. and then the one after him, Aiden like you know people that are stupid good without trying oh
0: yeah we know a bunch yeah <laughs> it, it's, it's,
1: it's frustrating it's like just you don't do shit and you're that good why yeah. don't you just apply yourself but they don't want it That's you know right. and then the girls too um, the older one Avery she just called her brother out by
0: the way I know yeah I him. did it's, it's, yeah. just like Dude, listen to this podcast yes. do
1: you know how frustrating that is especially when you do it and you see oh, something it's like yeah. oh my god it's, oh, like,
0: god. it's god. like I want to
1: strangle you
0: yeah, well, we
1: yeah. no money
0: mm-hmm. for sure
1: yeah, it's mm-hmm. hard. It's like it was hard. when have seen it, in teammates. Because I've seen it too. Like even people that have gone yeah. to the OC level. It's like, dude, you don't do any. You don't train. You show up twice a week, and your art they're this good. Imagine yeah. if you actually yeah. applied yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Then you see the opposite. You got the guys working their ass mm-hmm. off, and they're like barely scraping by, trying to get a fight. I know, yeah, you know?
2: that it's sucks. Horrible. I, I, I you, hey, this game is not fair. No, none of it is fair. You got to have thick
0: skin. Yeah.
1: No, extreme natural ability versus extreme hard work.
0: Mm-hmm. Perfect. And
1: sometimes Perfect. it's together, but. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what you got going on? <laughs> huh? I see you. Riding. I mean, I, what's that? You riding across country on a
2: yeah, bicycle? I, yeah, You know, um, I'm I'm doing a lot. Of, I'm doing a lot of broadcast work. So yeah, yeah. I'm working for the UFC doing uh, the pre-show, the pre show, the post show, the broadcast analyst, coaches analyst on the oh, side, man. and then um, still doing the ESPN West
0: Palm, and then yeah. uh, serious. I got a show on Sirius. That's awesome, man. Shout out, to, shout out to you by the way for just. Taking it from that small little town. Well,
2: look, hold on, wait a minute. Me, look at you, <laughs>
0: nah, look at you. Just, like we, we all came up. We all came up together. Man, you got a little bit over me. <laughs> yeah. I, I still got a little bit more years. Cause now, about, how, how old are you now? Don't worry, 20, 20. twenty-five. <laughs> I just turned twenty-five. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just colored that. bit. <laughs> yeah. it wasn't real. But so, um, how do you like the broadcasting world over the fighting world?
2: Um, I like it a lot more actually because it's. Really? I'm still involved. And, well, you know, I liked fighting, but obviously it was stressful, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the highs and lows, you had the highs and lows. Like, the highs were highs and the lows were lows. Absolutely. As a broadcaster, I mean, it's a lot more even keel, but there's not as much stress. Yeah. But the good thing about what I'm doing now, as opposed to, like, even coaching, Mm -hmm. is that whatever I put out, I get back, Mm -hmm. as opposed to, like, coaching. Because, like, as a coach, you can put a lot out. And then that fighter just go out there and lay an egg, and you're like, "Damn, I put all this work into this." Yeah, it's it's terrible, you know. You know how it is. So, you know, now I'm just focusing a lot more on things that I can improve on for myself, Mm. and receive the benefits for me, as opposed to investing in others and waiting. And, and you know it's not fair to them either too because like at some point I'm I'm living vicariously through them and then I could be putting pressure on them and it's not fair to
0: them so I go all right so yeah, that's you, an interesting take on it yeah so I think I think for me I'm dabbling in both right now like obviously I'm coaching but for the most part running businesses and doing these <coughs> podcasts YouTube stuff I think it's and also coaching coaches which is actually yeah. more of a has been more of a passion now being able to work with those individuals that want to help other people, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. You know, because you kind of, at the end of the day, I love fighters, don't worry. I'm not, we're gonna gonna work in a little bit. But like with the guys, like I can reach a lot more if I take all the stuff that I've learned and teach these guys, and then they can work with all their athletes. So now I'm not only just working one-on-one with my guys, then I can work with the guys that are working with all these other girls and guys too as well, you know. But that's good to know, man. Well, I mean, I'm looking at it, I'm jealous. You got the...
2: the. I told... Remember I told you... Like, I, won't yeah, you like, I won one of these awards. Yeah, you got two of them.
0: You got You got two I got nominated know. twice, but I didn't win. You know what I'm saying? Right, you man. won twice. Well, you got... So, you yeah. won ESPN. Yeah. You know, back to back to <laughs> yeah. back. You know, how... So, how is it with the guys that are on set with you? Everybody's cool? Yeah, every, everybody's cool, man. And I like it because, like, everybody
2: just kind of minds their own business mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and focuses on their own thing. Mm-hmm. And that's cool because, like, you... Like, everybody's just kind of like, before the show starts, everybody's just in their zone, doing their thing, getting prepared, and yeah. then when you, then, all right, action, then it's like, boom, everybody connects. And that's a cool, cool thing sure, to see.
0: Sure, About Daniel Cormier. Is he actually huddling up and... and, and
2: Except for Daniel Cormier. <laughs> <laughs> he... <laughs> He don't. He don't, He does his own. He really does his own thing. Like, he's always like <laughs> on the phone, like because he, he's also a wrestling coach too. So oh, he's constantly yeah, like, yeah. like this this weekend. Like he was on the phone the entire weekend. That's tough, man. Coaching his kids Can
0: wrestling. You yeah, that? like a team that you gotta coach. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, but I, I mean, I think everybody does their job. It, that that job's hard, man. Like, yeah, you know, being an analyst. He's. Yeah, they
2: work hard, know. man. He's, yeah, he's really good at what he does. Like right. he got he got a lot of uh, you know Dominic Cruz kind of came down yeah, on him, yeah, but he's, yeah, yeah. he Dominic was wrong. D- Dan Cormier works hard.
0: He he sure. yeah, he does what he's doing. Well, I mean, yeah, you shouldn't call somebody out just yeah that's your boy. Yeah. At the same time, it's kind of could have did it on behind the scenes. Yeah. or Something you know, but I get it. So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna get into this gym and uh, we'll make some make some magic happen. I guess is what we call it. I guess. We'll hey, I'm out. excited. Let's do it. All right. Thanks again for coming Thank in, doing a podcast and bringing another film crew with you, Dean. Always a pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah. We got to do this more often. Yeah, come we'll, in and we'll talk a little bit. This yeah. is the second second time you've been yeah. on the podcast. Second time. Third time on because you did my other podcast. Yeah, well. and then you came to my house. the Man, one time. That's podcasts? true. We did yeah. a YouTube. We got to yeah. do another YouTube. Yeah. Um,
1: you had a lot of different podcasts.
0: I got. I had. I had one that was strictly for MMA. Okay. Yeah. So this one is more broad, but we'll keep it going. Alright, Thanks, you guys for watching, see you again next time.